This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Remote workers may face a surprise tax bill if they live and work in different states. With the rapid expansion of the remote workforce and the ability to live anywhere, remote workers who cross state lines may owe taxes in more than one state. And a recent survey shows that most workers do not realize that. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. The American Institute of CPAs ran a survey a few months ago. Among the more than 2,000 people who participated, about 75% had recently worked from out-of-state locations for at least 60 days at a stretch. Although about half of the individuals knew that states have their own income tax rules, 7 out of 10 workers did not know that remote work could impact their tax bill. CPA Eileen Scher told CNBC, If you're working in multiple states during the year, it causes complexity. A lot depends on the laws of the individual states. If you live or work in a state that doesn't impose a state income tax, you don't have to worry about that state. Some neighboring states have also adopted something called reciprocity agreements to prevent the double taxation of workers who live and work on two sides of a state border. Rhonda Collins of the National Association of Tax Professionals told ABC News that 17 states have these agreements. She says when an individual lives in one state but works in another, typically they receive a tax credit on their resident income tax return which reduces or eliminates double taxation of their W-2 income. But with the pandemic-induced surge in remote work, and with workers moving to far-flung locations, many individuals won't be covered by reciprocity rules and could face an unexpected tax bill this April. Collins says six states have something called convenience provisions, which impose state taxes on remote employees based on the location of the companies they work for. It doesn't matter where the employees live and physically do their work, According to Collins, employees may be working from a state in which they previously did not work and or a state in which they are not a permanent resident. This is potentially where the worker may be subject to the convenience rules and thus resulting in double taxation of income. She lists those six states as Arkansas, Connecticut, Delaware, Nebraska, New York, and Pennsylvania. Some states also allow the employers to determine an employee's tax status. According to Jared Walzak of the Tax Foundation, Someone working in Vermont on a product for a New York company would not usually be classified as a New York employee. But that same resident might be considered a New York employee if he or she telecommuted to that New York office. Walzak says it's up to the company to determine the status. He says this is where you get a situation with double taxation. There hasn't been much of a challenge against this kind of a double taxation, although ABC News mentioned a 2005 lawsuit by a Tennessee telecommuter, which he lost. According to Walzak, there hasn't been much of a pushback since then, but that appears to be changing. The pandemic brought on an exodus of employees from the traditional office space who were allowed to then set up their offices at home. But some states are still looking for ways to hold on to their tax revenue, including those with convenience provisions. And that's pitting some states against others who are acquiescing to others to protect their residents. Walzak says that states like New Jersey could lose $1.2 billion in tax revenue to prevent the double taxation of residents who work in neighboring states with convenience provisions. Rhode Island has also issued emergency tax rules because of COVID, so that residents who usually work in offices across state lines are not taxed twice. But the issue is far from settled in many states, including Massachusetts. According to an ABC News report, Massachusetts issued a temporary rule in March that says anyone who worked in the state before the pandemic would still owe a 5% income tax despite where they're physically working the rest of the year. 
The New Hampshire governor has filed a lawsuit against the Massachusetts rule and has asked the U.S. Supreme Court to hear the case. There's also a bipartisan bill in Congress that addresses this issue called the Multi-State Workers' Tax Fairness Act. It was first introduced in 2016 and was reintroduced last year. The bill would limit the authority of a state to levy income tax on the compensation of a non-resident individual to the period to which the non-resident individual is physically present in the state. It would also prohibit states from enacting rules like the one in Massachusetts. That bill has not moved much since it was introduced, but as tax season grows near, it may be difficult for elected officials to ignore the issue, especially with so many people working remotely. And if this is all just a little bit too complicated for you, remember there are states with no income tax. So if you have at least one half of your operation in those states, you won't have to worry about being double taxed. There are nine states with no income tax, including Alaska, Florida, Nevada, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. You can visit newsforinvestors.com for other episodes. And when you're there, you'll also find a vast amount of free educational material on our website on real estate investing and the creation of passive income and generational wealth. It's free to join and free to access thousands of articles, webinars, videos, and podcasts for people at all levels of investor experience. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 